Welcome to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. Today we'll be bringing you a tip on a legal resource that is available for all travelers of all designations. Thanks so much for joining the Traveler Minute. And with me today is our guest who has been a ER traveler and house supervisor traveler for over 15 years. He started dreaming about traveling in 2001, where he started researching on it, and then took the plunge in 2005 and has been a steady traveler ever since. He also has gone through the 2008 downturn and then back through the recovery of travel nursing. He is currently sheltering in his place and home in Kentucky, working as a pediatrician, health supervisor and ER nurse traveler in his local hospital. He is also the founder of the Travelers Conference, which happens every year in Las Vegas. Please help me welcome oh, Phil Light. Hi Phil, Hi, how are you doing? I'm great, I'm great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for visiting with me here today. Oh, my pleasure. How are you doing during COVID time in Kentucky? What's happening with Good. you? It's, it's, a, it's a great time to be home in Kentucky. I usually miss spring and summer because I'm usually away traveling. So it's really nice. I've spent more time at my home this year than I have in the entire previous 15 years, all, all in one stretch. So it's great. So you're I'm actually getting some time to enjoy the fruits of your traveling. Yes, I, I like where I live very much. It's uh, it's a pretty great place to live. Instead of just talking about it, I get to actually, uh, you know, enjoy it. Exactly. And do you have family nearby? I have uh, I have a lot of friends, very close friends that are like family, uh, that are here in this community. Uh, my two daughters are both nurses. One lives in Nashville, Tennessee, which is about a two and a half hour drive away. She's my close daughter. Then I have another daughter, a nurse. Uh, a nurse practitioner in Colorado, who I don't see often enough. In fact, I'm going to head out there in a, in a couple of weeks to go camping with her and her family. Very good. Both Excellent. my daughters are nurses. I'm very proud of both of them, advanced practice nurses. So, Congratulations. That's proud great. Proud here. Very much so. Uh, can you share with us uh, one of your traveler tips, something that you feel is important for travelers to know about while they're uh, traveling around the country and exploring the traveler life? Well, I think we were going to cover today in this call, or at least that was the rumor. Uh, it's not so much a traveler tip, it's just a piece of inside information that I think travelers should be aware of. And, and that is that we have a professional association that is dedicated just to taking care of the needs of travelers. And that's the Professional Association of Nurse Travelers. We do have members that are not nurses. That was a name that uh, you know, has been around for a couple of decades. And uh, we now have other people, other professionals that are not nurses, uh, therapy mostly. So it's open, it's open to everyone regardless of the designation? It is, it is. It's, uh, it's healthcare travelers. Excellent. Very similar to the Travelers Conference in Travcon, but that's the that's the subject I guess I wanted to to bring up today. That's great. Uh, tell tell us a little bit. Of, I think it's important for travelers to know what Pan Travelers can do for them. So when I started traveling, there were not very many agencies, and a lot of them, like half of them, were really sketchy. Let's say uh, there there were a lot of what we called churn and burn agencies back then where they would just, they would recruit you, they would lie to you, they would send you on an assignment, they would use you up and then, you know, you wouldn't work for them again. So there were a lot of ways that we 
tried to get information about what was happening in the agency, online forums like Delphi forums, which is actually where Pan Travelers was born. But most of the information that was available on the internet, remember this is the early yes. came from agencies. So of course, all of that information was biased and some of those agencies were great and some of them were not, but they always said that their agency was of course the best agency and why would anybody want to work for anybody else? So there was no reliable information for travelers. That agencies now are so much better than they were when I started, so much more ethical and honest and, yeah. and they're, they're regulated better and they self-regulate better. So the wild west days of fly-by-night agencies are largely gone. So I don't want people to be afraid to come into this profession and think that they're taken advantage of. Yeah, most of the agencies are really quite good and quite honest. And, they are. And even for travelers who some travelers may not like one company, you'll find 10 more that like that same company. So coming from the Travelers Conference side of it, we find that travelers know what a good company they are. And if companies do immoral things for too long, they'll be out of business in a hurry. So they've run them out of I think most of, the, most of the negative reviews for particular agencies happen because a traveler had a bad experience at work. Let's say they went to a hospital and they didn't, they had a personality conflict with the right. chargers or something like that. Well, they don't like their agency because they got a job they don't love, but really the agency's only job is to put us in, in a suitable work environment and right. it's us to take care of our interpersonal. So we decided in 2005, which is also the year I took my first travel assignment <laughs> to organize a nonprofit professional association for travelers. And that is when Pan Travelers, the professional association of nurse travelers was born. It started in 2005. We officially incorporated as a nonprofit in 2007. So we've been around since then. We do a lot of things and our mission has really changed through the years. It started off just as an educational organization, a place, a repository of information that we collected from lots of sources that we considered reliable and trustworthy and put them on a website. And that was our website. We invest the educational element into TravCon now, which I'm also, you know, an organizer of TravCon because that's, that's a better way to provide information that's that's current. And then we decided that we would represent the interests of travelers in a way very similar to what a, a union would do. We don't have a union. Uh, organizing a union across state lines, just like health insurance, is very difficult. It's almost impossible. We represented the interests of the of the travelers to industry and to the government. So we, as a nonprofit, we can't lobby for a candidate, but we can lobby for legislation that is helpful to our members. We can also intervene with agencies that do bad things to their travelers if they don't keep their agreement, if they don't follow the contract that they made. We can also teach the travelers how to read a contract so that they know whether or not they're getting a good contract or not. So, good. And it's less so now than it used to be, but it used to be very common for travel agencies. Uh, they wouldn't 
pay the, the completion bonus or they wouldn't pay all of the overtime that was due. Travelers just weren't getting a fair shake and they didn't have anybody to stick up for them. So we, we hired a lawyer and that lawyer's job was to represent travelers who are, are members of our association when the agency does not meet their obligations according to the contract. The contract always rules. So if you have a bad contract, you there may not be anything we can do. But if you have a good contract, but they don't meet the requirements of the contract, we can intervene. Our lawyer writes letters. Usually that takes care of it, threatens to sue. We have been to court a few times for can, our members. Can you give us an example of uh, a time when you were able to help a traveler out? Uh, yeah, I, I have to be careful not to identify. No details, right? Uh, we had a traveler who was working a, a travel assignment at a hospital. She worked very successfully. They liked her. She liked them. She was pregnant at the time. She left that assignment, worked another assignment, then wanted to go back and just work as a full-time. She wanted to move there to that city and work as a full-time nurse at that hospital. Her old agency decided to enforce a do not compete clause that she was not a party to. That was a part of the contract between the agency and the hospital. But they decided that they were going to charge her or the hospital $10,000 to let her go to work for this hospital. That's not legal in the state where she was working. But uh, she was intimidated, she was vulnerable, she was pregnant, she didn't know what to do. We did have to go to court over that because the agency thought that they could also intimidate us, but we had bigger pockets than she did. That's about the only thing we spend money on is legal assistance. That's great. It's a really nice resource to be able to have if you followed everything that you possibly could, you've done everything by the contract, and yet something comes out at you from the side where you really feel that you need a bit of a legal assistance, even just a letter goes a long way. It's nice to know that this service is out there for travelers. So thank you so much for sharing that. Well, you're welcome. Here's a, here's the tip. You wanted a traveler tip. When you're traveling, do something that's for the community good. Be a volunteer. Volunteerism is a great way to uh, pass the time on assignment. And for me, volunteerism was starting this association. And it was also being, along with you, starting TravCon. These are volunteer jobs that keep you busy and engaged when you're far from home. Uh, so that's my tip is as you're traveling, volunteer for something. That's a great tip. I have to say that my husband traveled with me for seven years and I had access to people at the hospital, but he had, he was really quite isolated. So he volunteered at every assignment he went to and it really brought him into the community. It brought, uh, it gave us friends that we kept for years, even though we moved on. It made the entire area personal to you. It, it really transforms an assignment and often the most memorable part of an assignment is not what you did at work at the hospital, but it's what you did in your off time when you're volunteering. I've done Habitat for Humanity. I've done given flu shots. I've uh, mm -hmm. done street medicine for homeless people in one town. That's with fantastic. A, a little clinic. And the, all those things are really more memorable than the work that I did at the hospital. Because right. you know, at the end of the day, it's a job and you put in your time and you do make friends with your coworkers, but it's not the, that. 
the feel good part of it is the volunteering to be able That's to right. give back. Yeah, I completely agree. Phil, where can travelers find out more about Pan Travelers? We have a website, pantravelers.org, P-A-N-T-R-A-V-E-L-E-R-S.org. Perfect. Please find me at the Travelers Conference because I'm there every year. That's right. The Travelers Conference was canceled this year because of COVID, uh, but we're doing, basically we're bringing the podcast and our YouTube video channel in so that we can bring more educational, more personal, more community back to the travelers during a really tough time of COVID that looks like it's going to last uh, well into next year, for sure, until yeah. we get a vaccine going. No so matter what, it's going to be, we're going to be impacted next year if it, it yeah. may, be, may be a little bit different, but there's no doubt that it's going to be with us for a while. So, Absolutely. I'm in Bryce Canyon right now, uh, exploring nice. on the camp camping, but then I'll be swinging by the hotel and looking how we can best... Uh, manage smaller groups of people, which is probably what's going to happen next year, because we're, we're going to hold this event no matter what next year. Travelers are really keen to be able to see each other in person and be able to explore it. So we're really looking forward to bringing it. Yeah, the, social, the social element is, is just as important yeah. as the educational element. So. Yeah. so that was a shameless plug for the Travelers Conference. You can find well, out more it information. Be, it should be. It's the, uh, it's the best thing in travel. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you can find out more information on the Travelers Conference at travcon.org. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining us for the Traveler Minute, Phil. You have a good day. Enjoy Bryce Canyon. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment below or email us at podcast at travcon.org.